Welcome to Hairstylist Rising Podcast. Together, we are going to dive deep into mindset, marketing, and finding fulfillment in this beautiful industry. I'm your host, Jody Brown, and I am a hairstylist veteran turned online entrepreneur and mindful marketing mentor just for beauty pros. No topic is off limits. We are going to pull back the curtain and discover the success secrets of hairstylists that are rising. Okay, I have Stephanie Mitchell from Sunny Storm Marketing here with me today, and we are going to talk about Instagram and Facebook ads and how you can leverage them for your business. Um, But first, I want to introduce you to Stephanie and have her kind of tell us a little bit about how she got into the industry, because it's not the traditional route that we have chatted about with most of my guests so far. So (laughs) hi, Stephanie. Hi, Jody. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to get to know you and also to chat with you today about advertising, which is something I'm super, super excited about in a really nerdy way. Oh, I love it. And I um, I discovered Stephanie actually through, you had done, recorded a module in another course that I had taken like a long, mm-hmm. like a while ago. And so I just thought your approach to ads and, you know, advertising in the beauty industry was so unique and so cool that I mm-hmm. just had to have you on the podcast. I'm so excited that you agreed to come on. Yeah, thank you so much. So I wanted to ask a little bit, um, I know this, but for my listeners, how you came into the beauty industry in a slightly different way than a lot of my guests. You're not actually a hairstylist or makeup artist or anything. You got into the business um, through the online marketing side of things, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, I, I'm i Canadian as well. I, I'm currently just outside of Toronto, but I live in Ottawa. And my background is in online marketing, actually. So I studied marketing in university, and then I immediately started working in the tech space, actually. Um, I was the marketing director for a couple of different tech startups. And then... Um, you know, life is always crazy where it brings you. I actually ended up quitting my job as the marketing director for a company um, a few years ago and moved to Italy. I moved to Rome because my boyfriend is Italian and we'd been doing long distance forever for years and years, him in Italy, me in Canada. So I quit my job. I moved to Italy um, and I was like in a completely different country learning the language. And um, I... I decided to start my own company because I wasn't able to find a good marketing job there that I wanted. And so I was like, oh, what should I do? I'm going to start my own business. Um, it took me a bit of time to like find my groove. But what mm-hmm. I ended up with was a marketing agency where I was helping um, small business owners with their online marketing. So helping them with websites and advertising and social and branding and contents and email and all of that stuff that kind of came second nature to me. Mm-hmm. I was doing it for them. And I kind of found that working with beauty business owners like salons and spas all around the world was just such a good fit with my personality and how I thought I could help them. And I saw that there was a huge need for those kind of marketing services. So I did that for a few years. Um, and then in January of last year, so January 2019, 
I just, I just decided, you know what, I, I'm, I'm not loving working one-to-one with clients. I still Mm -hmm. love the beauty industry. I still feel like there's so much I can do to help them with their marketing, but I decided to teach it instead of doing it. So since January of last year, I've just been all in on education, helping um, beauty business owners of all sorts, big, small, like newbies, um, to people who have been doing it for decades, mm-hmm. helping them to have a really strong online presence and especially to attract clients and make more money through uh, their marketing. I love that. First of all, that sounds like a fairy tale. Fall in love with an Italian and get whisked <laughs> off to Rome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's amazing. But I really love that. I think that you're so right. There has been such a need because, um, you know, the traditional b- beauty businesses are different. Hairstylists are different. Um, just the way that, you know, we think and the way that we communicate with our clients, it's on a little bit of a different level than say a tech company or, you know, any other type of business. Mm -hmm. So I totally agree that we really have needed something a little bit more specialized as far as advertising and marketing for quite a long time. So it's really, really amazing to see someone teaching something as, you know, specific as how to attract more clients using Instagram and Facebook ads. So I really do love Mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, thank you. And you're able to help, I would imagine, a lot more people now that you're teaching because there's only so much one-to-one work that you can do. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a huge shift. I'm sure that you have too of mm-hmm. more and more beauty business owners, especially I think with COVID saying like, there's only so much that I can do with in-person services in my salon. How do I branch out? How do I maybe even find like an alternate revenue stream. And a lot of times, one of the best answers that I can give them is like, have you thought about teaching? Like everybody has something to teach, whether it's how to do a technique like balayage or um, nail art, whether it's like teaching something business related, like I know how I know how to like really, really effectively handle client communications or Mm -hmm. whether it's something marketing related, like what you do with Instagram and branding. Um, there's everybody has something to teach. And um, I've seen so many beauty business owners, like either shifting their business or just adding a new layer on top of their business of teaching. Absolutely. And I think it's really great now that there's so much out there. Like you said, there's so many opportunities now to add those alternate revenue streams. And um, this is really great timing, actually, for us to be talking because I don't know if you've heard this from your clients. But one thing I'm hearing is that everything was so crazy after COVID um, with the rush And now things are starting to, like, I feel like the new normal with, you know, I'm not sure about in Ottawa, but here people are really not double booking anymore and things are really shifting. Mm -hmm. So people are still, there's a lot of clients who kind of have switched things up because they couldn't get into their original stylist for a really long time because of the way that we've had mm-hmm. to schedule now. So I think that this is a really, um, it's a really new time because there's a lot of people who are really crazy busy, but then there's a lot of stylists who are also seeing that there's a lot of clients kind of floating around that don't have a home yeah. right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I think now is actually a really great time to be focusing in on attracting clients, working on your marketing, working on your branding um, and all of that kind of thing but the way that 
I feel about branding and, you know, traditional content marketing is it's kind of a long game. Whereas Mm -hmm. something like ads, like what you teach, that's something that you can kind of use to attract people in a more timely way while you're building on all the other things in your business. Yeah. Would you agree? I totally agree. And I think that's such a smart um, way to look at it because I remember when I had my marketing agency and um, I was working one-to-one with salons and spas, um, they would so many times say to me like, Hey, I know I need to do Instagram. Let's do Instagram. And so, um, you know, we were managing their Instagram, doing all their posts, finding the right hashtags. And then sometimes they would come back to me like after a month or two and they'd be like, okay, well, show me the revenue that's coming from this. Like I'm investing this much money. Show Mm -hmm. me how many bookings came from this. Show me how many clients came from this. And, um, I would kind of have to explain to them. It doesn't, it's not that simple, like Instagram and that kind of social media content. It's about long-term relationships. It's about, Mm. you know, taking someone from a complete stranger to someone who follows you, who sees your posts, who gets to know you. And then over time they, you warm them up and turn them into clients. And, um, I, I think Instagram is so important for that, but at the same time, a lot of my clients would come to me and say like, I want to get bookings ASAP. What should I do? And I always told them, have you tried Facebook and Instagram advertising? Cause it mm-hmm. is number one way to get it ASAP. Like if that's the kind of results that you want, that kind of like, yeah, I'm ready to like double down and I want to build up my books this month and that kind of thing. I always pointed them to advertising. Yeah, I think that's it. And it's interesting because I see a lot of stylists, um, like by Instagram advertising, I know like a lot of people think, okay, I'll just boost this post. Like I'll just boost a post that I, I mm-hmm. like a regular post and you approach that a little bit differently, right? Like for more of a building an ad as opposed to just like getting a regular post out to more people because they have different purposes. Yeah. So most uh, people's experience with advertising on social media is doing exactly that. They'll, they'll like post a photo of maybe some beautiful balayage that they've done. And then mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook tells them like, Hey, this has more engagement than 90% of the posts on your page. You should boost it for $20 and get it seen by an extra, let's say 5,000 people. And mm-hmm. you say, Oh, that sounds amazing because people seem to really like this photo. So mm-hmm. you boost it, you spend money. And then after a few days, you check in on it and you've gotten a bunch of likes and you've gotten some comments and maybe some followers from it, which makes you feel good in the moment. But then you realize, like, wait, am I really just spending money to get? like people to see my photos or do I want to spend money to actually have people book with me? So what I teach um, in a different way of approaching advertising is setting up an advertising campaign, setting up um, an offer, setting up, um, we use videos a lot and we just put really specific things into our ad that We don't boost it. We use something called the Facebook ads manager, which is a free tool that Facebook gives you. And we turn it into an actual ad campaign that we can measure the actual results from. So you can actually say like, Hey, I put in $20 into this and I got back $200 in bookings from it. So when you use the right tools and you set it up, right, you're not just like getting the engagement, you are getting the actual results that you want, which is usually 
bookings and revenue. Oh, I love that. So what is like, where would someone get started if they're thinking like, okay, I want to, and I guess two part question. So one, where would someone wanting to kind of start Facebook advertising start? And two, does it have to be like a high ticket spend? Because I know I've heard from some people like, oh, like if you want to do Facebook ads, you know, air quotes properly, then you have to invest a lot of money in it. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. So for your second question um, about the money, I mean, once you're at my level and you've been doing it for years and you have more of a budget to work with, like the sky is the limit for sure. You can invest hundreds or even thousands of dollars on ads. But Mm -hmm. just to give you an example, one of my students who just went through my program um, last month, her name is Ashling. She's in Ireland and she is a reflexologist and massage therapist. And she, I have students from all different kind of industries. I've got a lot of estheticians, hairdressers, makeup artists, but Ashling is a reflexologist. Mm-hmm. And um, she had never done ads before. She was completely new. She had just set up her studio and she was doing it like evenings and weekends. And she was nervous because she's like, I don't want to, you know, open my business. And then just kind of sit around waiting for clients and hoping that they come to me. So she was proactive and she set up ads the week before she opened her studio. So -hmm. she followed my program. She did all the different steps and um, she invested total in one week, I think about a week and a half. So 10 days, she invested a total of 10 pounds. So that would be like, or was it euros? No euros. Cause she's, in Ireland. Yeah. Um, so 10 euros in her ads. And um, so that's like $15 or something like that. And she had 11 clients book with her from that single ad. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's, she got that's hundreds, huge. hundreds of, <laughs> yeah. And that was like, I think she was advertising a package that was like, mm, like 60 or 70 pounds or something like that. So mm-hmm. she, she made hundreds of dollars from a $10 or a 10 euro boost, not boosted post, but an ad. And so that just goes to show like, it's not about how much money you invest. It's about the contents of your ad and how you set it up and what kind of offer you put in, how you present yourself that just makes all the difference. That makes so much sense. And like, to put it in perspective, I remember like before Instagram and Facebook, so I've been a hairstylist for 15 years now. And like, basically, the only thing you could do when you switch salons up until because how old is Instagram now? Like, seven Ten eight years? years old? 10? Wow. <laughs> well, let's see. It, we're in crazy. 2020. So 2010. Yeah. yeah, I feel like maybe 2010, maybe 2012, actually. Yeah. Okay. So um, when, so when I was like, you know, if you'd move salons or whatever, the only option was to kind of put an ad in the paper, which was like a tiny, mm-hmm. tiny little square that very rarely converted into anything. And it would be like $150. Yeah. So expensive. Yeah. And, and it doesn't work. So the fact that like, you know, in the beauty industry, the ability, even if you are spending to learn how to do it properly or hiring someone to do it for you or whatever that may be, it's still an insanely cost-effective way to advertise. Like mm-hmm. there's yeah, nothing like it. And the like cool it. thing is, is that 
Yeah. The cool thing is, is that like, I mean, with old school advertising, like in the newspaper or flyers or, you know, mail outs, et cetera, mm-hmm. you're just kind of crossing your fingers that eventually it will come back to you. And it's hard to figure out whether that $150 was well invested or not. Whereas mm-hmm. nowadays with online advertising, you can track everything. Like you can see yes, this person came from this ad. Um, I invested this much. I made this much out of it. There's no more guessing. Yeah, that is, it's like completely revolutionized advertising, I think. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you're someone who's like, yeah, I'm totally on board with this and it sounds like a great idea, like how, what are the first steps? How would you get started? Do you have any tips, any... Yeah. Yeah. So um, what I teach in my course, I'll kind of like go through the main pillars of what goes into a successful ad. Um, First of all, we start with a promotion, a special offer, because if you're a hairstylist and you just post a picture of balayage and say like, hey, my name is Amy. I'm a hairstylist here in Toronto. You know, here's my number. Contact me because I'm accepting new clients. Mm-hmm. that's nice, but it doesn't get people to take action. Maybe they'll go and follow you. Maybe they will, you know, save your post or double tap and like it. But in order to actually get them to take action and do something after they see that post, you have to give them a reason to make a move right now. So what I teach is how to put together a special promotion, a special offer just for that ad. Mm-hmm. And um, you don't want to make it so that you're discounting your services because once you start discounting and that kind of thing, you're going to get, you can get Amen. into hot water because you're <laughs> attracting clients who are just there for the deal, right? Totally. So um, we go through how to um, put together a special offer that adds value instead of discounting and taking away from your main services. So adding on something extra, adding on something time, um, time sensitive, uh, limited supply, limited quantity. So that could be anything from adding on like an extra, like moisture treatments. Um, it could be adding on, um, Uh, some small retail products or a small gift card that they can use for their next appointments. There's so many different ways to do it, but that's the base of it is like, we need to get them to take action now. So when they see this ad in there and you say, you know, I've got this special promotion just for new clients and it's only available until the end of this month, or it's only available for the first 10 clients who book, that's what really spurs people to take action because you know, Having that countdown timer in our brains is what as humans gets us to take action. So um, we start with that, with a promotion. Um, The caption is so, so, so crucial. So you want it to be really friendly, really personal. You want them to feel like they know you by the time that they finished reading it. Um, So captions, super crucial. Um, The visual part, like actually what you show in your ad usually what people do is they will take a picture and Mm -hmm. they'll post it. And it's nice to see like nice makeup, nice nails, nice hairs, et cetera. But what we really want in the ad, instead of just showing how skilled you are and you know, what great technique you have, what you really want them to understand is who you are as a person. And I know Jody, this is important for you with what you talk about in branding and messaging 
is like people need to know you and feel like they can, you know, trust you and that you would be just someone that they would really connect well with. And the best way to do that is through a video. So, you know, a video where you introduce yourself, where you show them around your space, where you tell them more about you, you show you working with some of your clients. So that's why in my program and with all the clients I've ever had, we always focus on video because that is what really gets people to convert to bookings. Yeah, I totally agree. And I love how your approach is still very like, I mean, obviously you're, I feel like you're using ads as like an accelerator um, but still keeping it really authentic and still keeping it really mm-hmm. real. And I'm yeah. all about that approach. So I really, really love how you said that. Yeah, like ads don't have to be just because you're paying for it and it's a promotion doesn't mean that all of a sudden you need to turn it into like a TV infomercial or like a boring you know, newspaper clipping ad, like, it doesn't need to seem like a classified ad. What really an ad should be doing is really bringing across who you are, why your clients love you, what's unique about you, injecting your personality into it, and really giving them a good reason to take action now. So those are all of the elements that go into a great ad. And then from there, that's the ad itself. And then from there, you also need to make sure that you've set proper, um, set a proper budget, that you're looking carefully at your numbers, at your analytics, that you've set goals, that you can track those goals, that kind of thing. Because the last thing that you want to do is spend all this time and effort making an ad and then not really knowing whether it's converting or not and just kind of guessing like, oh, I guess I could spend money on this, but I don't really know whether it's bringing me clients or not. Yeah. And I think like, it's so, it's so hard sometimes when for us creatives, um, and I'm definitely very much a creative. So I find things like this, you know, Instagram and Facebook ads before, Mm I started learning a little bit about more about it. I felt like it was going to be very overwhelming and very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's one of those things that like learning the basics about it actually takes some of the overwhelm out of it. Yes. Yeah. There's always so much overwhelm when it comes to anything marketing related, anything like tech or app or tool related, I see that there's always overwhelm is always the number one word that comes up. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, knowing this step by step and that kind of thing is important for sure. But more than anything, it's just like keeping that philosophy of being yourself, letting your personality shine through in everything that you do for marketing. It makes it all so much easier because how much easier is it to write a caption when you're speaking from your heart? Versus writing a caption when you feel like, oh, I have to pretend to be someone that I'm not and I have no idea what to say. Oh my God. Amen. Yes. That is exactly, (laughs) that is exactly (laughs) what I teach as well. It's like, uh, it's anything that's, that's fake or forced is not going to be sustainable. Um, because then it's always going to be the next, the next thing that you feel like you should be, or the next person that you feel like you should come across as, um, Mm -hmm. which makes it really difficult to build that no like, and trust factor with your clients and with your audience. Whereas if you are just sticking to being really, really authentic and just using your platforms to put across who you are, as opposed to inventing another persona, it's going to be a lot, a lot easier. Um, 
So do you think that us like in order to do this yourself, in order to learn how to do it yourself, do you think you need to be someone who's naturally tech savvy? No, I don't think so. Like I've had hundreds of students go through my course and they're all beauty business owners. And most of them say like, I'm, you know, what do they say? I'm a technophobe or I'm like totally not tech savvy at all. So I would say um, you don't need to be good at the technology side in order to make ads work for you. <laughs> well, that is a relief to a lot of people listening, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what do you have any other like action tips that people can take while they're listening to this episode? Or do you have any kind of... Um, like any next steps or recommendations, what people can do? Yeah. So um, there's a couple things. So first of all, um, before I launched my course in July, so that was the, the last time that I opened enrollment for the Facebook formula for salons. Mm -hmm. um, I actually did something new, which is we did something called the social media confidence challenge. And it was one week and every day there was a new challenge to help you start feeling confident showing up as your real self on social media. Mm -hmm. And they were simple. They were things like share a picture of yourself, um, tell, um, tell people three random facts about you, um, do an Instagram story where you're doing something silly. Um, send out an email to your clients, but don't make it salesy. Just talk about what's happening in your life. Like they were simple prompts mm -hmm. and it seems kind of, it seems kind of strange that that would lead into a course about Facebook advertising, but mm -hmm. it was such an important step for those um, beauty business owners to take because before you can truly make Facebook ads work for you, you need to feel comfortable in your own skin because you need to first get comfortable, like taking some small steps, showing up to your own audience, to your own mm -hmm. followers, to your own clients, just as you, not as a business, but you like showing your face, sharing what's going on in your life, yeah. injecting your personality. Then once you've taken those first few steps, then you will feel more confident to actually sharing your message with more people who haven't heard of you yet. That's what advertising is all about. It's all about exposing your brand, your message and your business with new people who haven't heard of you before. So um, I would say like next steps for anyone who's listening, start taking those small little baby steps of like, showing up more on your Instagram, showing up more on your Facebook, showing your face, sharing your personality, sharing your struggles, your story, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I think that once you start doing that, you're going to feel a lot more confident about sharing your message to more people. Um, that would be step number one. Step number two, if you want some like practical steps to share, um, my website is um, www.sunnystorm.com. Dot marketing. So that's my business name, Sunny Storm Marketing. And um, I've got a bunch of freebies on there um, to help you with um, advertising and promotion and client attraction, etc. And I have a Facebook ads starter kit on there. So um, you can download it and it will take you through the first steps and the first decisions to actually create a really effective blockbuster 
Facebook ads campaign. So oh, I guess you can exciting. also link to that. Um, yes, absolutely. In the show notes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's amazing. And I love how you say, I mean, I feel like what you're talking about a lot is what I talk about in branding as a like, as far as showing up goes. Mm-hmm. I think that I think I totally completely agree that that is a great first step. There's a quote that I always refer back to. And it's um, marketing is like asking someone on a date and branding is the reason why they say yes. Hmm. And I think it's really great because like, marketing and you know Facebook and Instagram ads it's like putting yourself out there but then having that solid foundation in like your branding and your online presence and your website and everything helps them feel really confident in that decision to take the next step yeah for sure I mean you can expose like you can share your message with like tens of thousands of people but you want to make sure that it's a great message and that you're that you're actually sharing your your own authentic self with it. So I think what exa- what you said is exactly right and I love that quote. Yeah, it's I heard it like a, a long time ago and it's always stuck with me. Um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really appreciate you being here today. Um, it's been so much fun, Jody. It's nice to get to chat with you about like I yes. said something that I like to nerd out about. I love it. And I love that there's so many Canadians in this space right now. It's always fun to interview. (laughs) It's always fun to interview. Sometimes it feels like everybody lives in California, but it's not true. We've got a lot of people up here too. (laughs) Totally. And my favorite thing about online business is that it really connects. Like I was looking at my podcast analytics and there's like people in Belgium, people in South Africa, people in the UK, people in the US and Canada. And so it really just makes our, our little beauty business community even smaller and I think it's really great Mm -hmm. yeah it's so nice to meet people from so many different walks of life totally and uh okay so there's one question that I always ask people on this podcast uh at the end and that is if you had to give one piece of advice to a hairstylist or beauty pro that is determined to rise in their career and in their life but just needs a little bit of guidance what is that Mm -hmm. one piece of advice that you would give um, great question. Let me think. Um, I, you know, I, I, I really like those strategies and like, I'm a very practical online marketing person. And so I don't deal too much in like the mindset thing because I always mm-hmm. feel like, oh, I should leave that to the life coaches. But I've learned in my own business that it's all about mindset. Like, you know, you can get all mm-hmm. the strategies in the world, but if you don't have the right mindset, then it's just going to fall flat. So one thing that I've been thinking a lot about, and it sounds so cheesy because everybody always says it, but it's so true. is like, you do not need to be the best at your technique or the best at online marketing or have the biggest budget or, you know, be great at everything. Like really what has made the biggest difference to me in my business and building success in what I have is I do not stop when I stumble. I I pick myself up, I dust myself up and I keep on going and I learn from my mistakes. So for anyone who's going through a rough time and I know that 2020 has been very tough, Mm -hmm. please do not give up. Just know that no matter how um, insecure you're feeling no matter how much of a lack of confidence you have. And I have been going through that myself for the past 
months. Mm -hmm. Um, Do not let that lack of confidence or that insecurity or that anxiety prevent you from moving forward. Just keep going. Even if you're not completely feeling it, do not give up because that is going to be your secret weapon of, you know what? I stumbled. I made mistakes, but I just kept on going. And then slowly bit by bit, you're going to keep on building up to the point that you're at where you want to be, where you always wanted to be. I love that so much. I think that's the perfect place to leave off. Thank you again for coming on the show today. And yeah, it was just really great chatting with you. Thank you, Jody. It was so nice to chat with you.